Hello Sagittarius, welcome to Taurus season. We enter Taurus season with an eclipse a couple of hours before the sun moves into Taurus. There's a second eclipse about halfway through the season. There are two retrogrades beginning, one of which Mercury's retrograde in Taurus will take up the bulk of Taurus season. There are several planetary aspects that are pretty significant when it comes to um, intensity levels of planetary aspects. I would say that Taurus season brings some tens. And uh, as we enter into this season, I'm feeling a couple of things in your chart. And in some ways, they feel um, like they are opposing energies. And... I think that you might feel that way internally. Um, so there's one sense in your chart of uh, acceleration of your creative energy, your determination, uh, your inspiration, your motivation. It feels like you are moving into a period of time where you are really wanting to define yourself and actualize uh, in some important ways. Um, some of you might have new opportunities that are either coming to you or that you have actually created for yourself um, that give you venues for expressing yourself in new and different ways or give you opportunities to up-level the ways that you express yourself and to connect with new and different people, to play in new and different ways. Um, and, you know, I think creative self-actualization is really a basic need actually for people um, and unfortunately it's a need that is overlooked and often ridiculed or, or ignored societally. Um, there's a lot of emphasis on you know adulting, being responsible, um, doing things that are for the world or greater purpose or for your responsibility or something like that. And in many ways, uh, people who really try to, to live according to their own spirit or follow their own instincts are both celebrated and kind of, um, I don't know what the word is. I mean, sometimes ridiculed, sometimes ostracized, not taken seriously, uh, infantilized, etc. And I think it's really hard to live in our current world, current society, and try to creatively self-actualize. It's hard because life is hard. It's extremely hard in 2023. It is extremely stressful to live through the amount of tragedy and devastation and calamity and ongoing and future uh, promises of calamity that that our globe as a whole is experiencing and certain populations are experiencing really intensely. Um, and I don't know where you are in your particular life or circumstances. And I want to say that if you have motivation and instinct to do your own thing, to set your own course right now, to uh, create ways of being for yourself or others in the world, that really come from your heart, from your spirit, from your inspiration, um, those are noble and worthy causes. And 
you want to attend to them and you want to attend to them for your own happiness and for your own liberation. Um, and it's important for you right now that you are uh, pushing against confinement and that you are cord cutting, especially emotional cords of um, entanglement to ways of being that have you not being honest with yourself or not being honest with others that have you kind of uh, trying to conform to ways of being that are not authentic for you. All of that is important. And simultaneously in your chart, it feels that you are, um, some of you are quite busy and some of you may also feel quite burdened and have a lot of responsibility and actually really need to attend right now to your responsibilities. And many of your responsibilities are very practical. They may be material or financial um, or have to do with other realms of practical concerns such as your health or your duties and your obligations and your jobs. Uh, a lot of you are also trying to work things out on a home level, on a domestic level or a familial level. There are ways that it feels like you're trying to restructure and clarify your foundations and your kind of uh, really practical support. And those concerns may feel antithetical or oppositional to what I was speaking to a moment ago of creative self-actualization. And I think for a lot of you, they feel that way. Um, really profoundly. It might feel like you're being pulled in opposite directions. It's like, ah, I want to be free and express myself and try new things. And oh my gosh, I have so many responsibilities and I have to attend to them and they're very important to me. And in fact, they are, and they go hand in hand with your freedom and with your creative expression. And this is a period of time when if you have been feeling these forces as oppositional or antithetical, uh, you might start to really meditate on how they are complementary to one another. So in order for you to creatively self-actualize and to do and experience what you want to do and experience, uh, you have to build the foundation for yourself. You have to attend to the responsibilities. You have to uh, resource yourself in some ways, shape, or form. That will mean different things to different people. But Taurus season is a period of time in which I think a lot of you are very concerned with the practical and you are looking at issues of resource and capacity. That's time, energy, attention, money, other material resources. You are looking at your own sustainability. Huge. It's a huge issue right now, your own sustainability, your capacity, your willingness, your um, ability to continue to engage with whatever it is that you are engaged with to meet the responsibilities that you have, etc. The first two weeks uh, of Taurus season um, are two weeks that are in, held entirely in an eclipse window. So we have, as I mentioned, an eclipse just a few hours before Taurus season begins in the very last degree of Aries. And then we have a lunar eclipse uh, in the sign Scorpio on May 5th. So these two weeks, this eclipse window is a really potent and powerful time in the world on a collective level. And these are uh, eclipse times are often periods of time 
that accelerate evolutionary momentum where things that have been building for quite some time are then finally catalyzed or set into motion. Um, in your chart, the feeling that I have is that you are wanting to make something real right now. And this idea or instinct, this drive towards creative self-actualization that I've been talking about, that could feel like a desire for your own liberation and autonomy. It could be feeling yourself in new ways of expression. It could be literally creative or artistic projects um, or something like that. And creativity takes so many different forms. So uh, if you don't think of yourself as a creative person, I beg you to look at the ways that you are constantly creative and you're coming up with your own ideas of how you want to express yourself and enact your ideas, etc. Um, these two weeks are periods where it feels like you want to make something real. So you've had ideas, you've had inspiration, you've had instinct, you may have been working on it already for quite some time. But as we move into Taurus season, it's like a match has been struck and you, you see how you can build something. I really want to encourage you to go slowly. I feel like I'm saying this to you every single month recently, Sagittarius, because you can move fast. And especially when you have an idea that feels really inspiring or motivating, you can jump on it. I really want to encourage you to go slowly. So the inspiration that you have or the ideas or the ways that you're feeling like you can make something real, move slowly. Test out your ideas for a bit. Sit with them. See if you still feel the same way 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours later. Maybe even give yourself a couple of weeks. Maybe give yourself a couple of months. The Mercury retrograde that begins the second day of Taurus season and extends uh, through mid-May is a retrograde that is foreshadowing Jupiter's retrograde in the same uh, degree points later this year. And so whatever is coming up for you uh, in Taurus season as ideas of like, okay, I'm going to do it like this. I need to do that. This is how I'm going to put something together, etc. Take your time because you have the whole year to do this and you need the whole year to do this. And so you really need Mercury retrograde and Taurus season as a time to reflect. Your reflection um, wants to look at where you can, it's like, where can you work smarter, not harder? Can you work less in certain ways that may be very complex uh, or unnecessarily burdensome right now? Do you actually have the resources that you need? So to go back to this idea of sustainability and capacity. If you don't, that doesn't necessarily mean you can't do it, but it does mean that you have to locate them. There are cues in your chart right now that you are learning to communicate in new ways and that part of whatever it is that you're trying to build or do involves other people in some way, shape, or form and you need their involvement, you need their participation. Working with people is complex and sometimes slow. Um, working with people requires relaxation to some extent and uh, the willingness to be adaptive. You really wanna relax 
in Taurus season. I can't emphasize this enough. Um, I don't know that many Sagittarian identified people who are honestly that good at relaxing. I'm sorry if, if you are. No offense to you. I'm talking about somebody else. Um, but honestly, the Sagittarius people that I know are like, oh my God, I'm so excited to relax. Okay, let's do all these things while we relax, right? Let's like go for this 15 mile hike and we're going to like talk about this book while we're doing it and let's have this party and I'll arrange it and like you can come and you can do this and da, da. And it's like, let's make relaxing as complicated as we possibly can. That's not the vibe right now. Like don't do that. Try and actually be with what you're trying to do. And that means consider it, reflect on it, feel how it feels in your body when you think about your particular plans. There's a huge uh, message in your charts right now around not taking on more than you can handle. Sagittarians are optimistic they are time optimists and they are capacity optimists. They're like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. Let's go. One, two, ten, right? But it's like, mm, do you actually have the time? Are you actually that interested, right? 24, 48, 72 hours, maybe even two weeks. Feel it out. Think it out. You don't have to be urgent right now. And the first two weeks, especially of Taurus season, are asking you to go slow. This is also a great time for you to clean and clear and declutter. If you have shit that's been piling up in your space, get 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 on it, right? Like clear it out. Um, if if you feel full in yourself, if you've been processing a lot, if you've been super busy, and a lot of you are super busy right now, take the first two weeks of Taurus season to detox a little bit, clear your schedule, drink a lot of water, maybe do a gentle cleanse. If you're somebody who eats a lot of complicated food, this would be a time to get very simple in your diet, that kind of thing. Halfway through Taurus season on May 5th, there is a full moon and lunar eclipse in Scorpio. This is the sign that comes before yours. As we move towards this eclipse, and I'm going to say even for the first two weeks of Taurus season, approaching this eclipse, you may feel more fatigued than usual. And in fact, your body may also be presenting symptoms um, that are what feel to me to be results of processing things. And so if you're processing a lot of stress or emotional content, your body might be exhibiting symptoms uh, of that, like tummy aches or headaches can sometimes be actually symptoms of overwhelm. Um, I already mentioned the thing about food, right? Like your body is trying to process a lot right now. So the more that you can give yourself simplicity and reduction of what is overly complicated or unnecessary, it will be super, super helpful for you. The eclipse and full moon on May 5th is um, certainly a period of time when a lot of Sagittarians are going to feel a deep need for rest. And if you have taken the first couple of weeks of Taurus season to cleanse and to clear, then this is a full moon and eclipse that can bring um, a lot of connection with your intuition, with the spirit realms, with your own deep guidance, with your dream space. But if you are full up, 
in your uh, psychic space, in your psychology, or in your body, then this may simply be a time when it's just too much and you need to shut down. Now, I know that a lot of Sagittarians are visionaries, and I think that you probably want to access the intuition and the gateway potential that this eclipse is offering, which to me feels like a really deep anchor into your, um, I would say like your soul mission, <laughs> you know, your spirit mission, uh, your dreams, your visions of what is possible, and the guidance from your higher self, from your uh, guardians, your guides, your angels, your ancestors, however you want to think about those um, beings that are here to work with you in uh, less visible or material realms, I think you want to be able to listen to them around this full moon. So the, I'm going to say it one more time. Please take the first two weeks of Taurus season to cleanse and clear and clarify your space, your inner and your outer space, so that on May 5th, you can really open the channels and listen for what wants to come through. The next day on May 6th, Sherry Taylor is presenting a workshop with Embodied Astrology. This is the second of four uh, sessions that she's doing. This is a series on Saturn and Pisces called Gravity and Grace. Um, Saturn and Pisces is a very important transit for you that uh, extends uh, across this year and into 2025. It's a three-year transit. Um, Pisces is a mutable sign like Sagittarius. It holds the base of your chart. And while Saturn is in Pisces 2023 to 2025, it is helping you to build a new foundation for yourself. And this foundation is asking for clarity of intent and consciousness around your choices. The session that Sherry is offering on May 6th is totally focused on this. She's going to be looking at boundaries with Saturn and the ways that we can internally locate our deep and clear yeses and nos. This would be an amazing workshop for you to take right now. I think it would be very, very supportive for where it feels like the Sagittarius charts want to go. It is available by drop-in and sliding scale, and you can access the recording if you can't make it live. The weeks that follow uh, that full moon and those workshops bring a lot of water energy into the charts and a lot of opportunities for you to feel into the ways that Again, you are trying to restructure your foundation and give yourself um, new opportunities, create support, steadiness, and sustenance for your actualization, for building your creative vision. These last two weeks of Taurus season bring an emphasis into uh, the details of what it is that you are doing. This is a time when a lot of you might be quite busy. There are new opportunities coming in. There are new work opportunities. Um, some of you may have very pressing needs in your day-to-day -day and uh, in your body or in your well-being that are asking for your attention. These two weeks are also catalyzing astrological movement that will continue over the course of the next several months in 2023. So what's being opened at the end of Taurus season opens a, a portal and a gateway that we're basically traveling through until the end of October, which for you has a lot to do 
with uh, your direction and your path and how you are getting there, the details and the day-to-day -day of your creative self-actualization. This is a very powerful time for you, Sagittarius, and one that I cannot encourage you enough to take your time with. The choices that you're making now will be absolutely pivotal in the choices that you're able to make in the future. This is the reason not to rush. You want to make sure that what you're committing to and uh, working on and bringing into your field and your life and your body uh, are actually really resonant for you and the right choices for you right now. On May 20th, there is another guest workshop with Embodied Astrology, uh, this one being facilitated by Ramona Michelle Gabriloff Parrish. Um, these are two beings who I love very dearly. This is their third time facilitating a workshop for EA, and they are certainly beloved and well-known within our community. Uh, Ramona is a dear friend and a Sagittarian um, visionary kind of, of person. I think that you would love him if you don't know him already. He's a great astrologer and his partner Michelle is deeply invested in a long history of working with food justice and environmental justice. As a team, they are climate and food justice educators and cosmic cultural facilitators. They work with creativity and poetry and mysticism to address the very real and urgent needs of environmental justice. Um, their workshop on a new forms of abundance and power and transforming systems for revolutionizing our relationships with land, labor, and food, I think will be a really uh, supportive workshop for this particular time on earth. And I hope that you can come, especially those of you who are interested in working in the realms of food and land and wellness. This is definitely a workshop you don't wanna miss. You can also tune in with me every Monday for the Embodied Astrology Somatic Space Sessions. Those sessions are places to feel astrology in your body. They are times that we get to just play with the influences of the upcoming week through suggestions, meditation, visualization, and physical movement, gentle somatic practices that allow us to access uh, deep states of our own intuition are offered. These are sessions that are available by donation and drop-in, and I would love to see you there. Sagittarius, I'm wishing you all the best in Taurus season and beyond. Bye for now.